This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, <clears throat> good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We continue We're up to the 14th Erva. So the Mishnah taught us that there are 15 women that pat their, their tsaras and their tsaras sarah. Remember, the first Tosis asked, really it would have been more accurate to say Chamesh Esrei Arayos. They're not just Noshim. They're Arayos. As it says in the Sefer, Achas Mikol Arayos, but Toysus says there's a reason why it picked Nashim. So we're up to the penultimate erva. Oh, you don't see me. Thank you. Here I am. Thank you. Okay, got it. Shkoyach. So we're up to the penultimate erva, um, which is on the Eishas Achiv and your brother's wife, who you were not in the same world as. For example, Ruvain died without children, Rashi says, misa. And then he had a brother after his demise. So at the moment, let's say Ruvain was married to Shprinsa. At the moment, Shprinsa was potentially a Yavama. Shimon was not even in the world yet. Now, the, so you'll ask, well, what does that mean? That means Shprinza was never a Yavama. No, because let's give the following scenario. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Ruvain died without kids, and then he had a um, a brother was born after he was after he died. In other words, his mother had a child after the brother died, and his name is Levi. And Shimon, who was a living brother, came. Um, and he was Meyabim, the wife of Ruvain. Now Shimon has another wife, Shimon has another wife, and then Shimon dies without children. In other words, the scenario is like this. Uh, very simple, Ruvain died without kids, and after he died, Levi was born. So the Levi is what is called Eishas Achiv Shaloi Haya Ba'ilamai. Now, Yibum is mutter, even though the Yavama is Eishasach, it's your brother's wife, but B'makom Yibum, it is permitted. However, the Torah says, Ki Yeshu Achim Yachtov, they have to be living together simultaneously in the, in the same world at the same time. If the living brother comes to the world after the deceased, after he dies, so they were not together in the same world, that is an Eishasach that does not become mutter. In other words, Be'etzem Eishasach is an erva. It's only mutter b'makam yibam. But b'makam yibam means the two brothers were alive at the same time. But if the brother who wants to do yibam was born after his brother died, then there is no heter on the Eishasach. And the Eishasach is actually a erva. It's an erva like all the other arayos. Actually, this comes up in Sefer Rus. Because Nami tells Rus, why would you stick around with me? You think I'm, I'm, uh, I will have another child? I'm too old to have a child. And even if I have another child, Rashi explains, my next son would be to you. In other words, You were married to Chilion. So technically, if there would be another brother, he would have to miyabim you. The only thing is, there is no other brother. So if I were to have another child now, the brother, Nami tells Rus, the third brother, Machlan, Kilian, and we'll call him, if I have another kid, we'll call him Jeff. Jeff would not be able to marry you, Rus, because he would be to you, Eishas, Achiv, Shaloi, Hayab, So it's interesting that 
this erva actually plays out in Rus. Now, back in Rashi. Rashi says on the third, on the third line, Lefisha Eishes Ruvain, the wife of Ruvain, Shenisseis Lashimain, who married Shimon Asura Lalevi, Va'anush Kares Aleha. If Levi were to marry her, he would be Chayiv Kares. Lefisha Eishes Ach Bekares. Eishes Ach is a Chayiv Kares Kishara Rais, just like any other erva. In the parsha, it says that all the arayas ki kol asher yeyasa mikol atayevus eila v'nichrasu. This is a very fundamental Rashi. Uvemakoi mitzvas yibum in the place where there's a mitzvah yibum kishemais b'loibanim when when a brother dies without children shariyor rachmana. The Torah matters eishasach. The eishas achiv shaloi hayabaylam eishasach that was not in the world at the same time. Shemais koydem leidasai where he died before the birth of the next brother. Loi sharalei. The Torah never permitted the chsiv kiyeshu achim yachtav. Brothers had to be together. Shahoisalem yeshiva achas ba'olam. The hilkach. Therefore, mishamais ruvein once ruvein dies nesra alevi iser olam. The Isser, remember, this woman is Aster Talevi. Now she went ahead and married Shimon. Now when Shimon dies, so maybe you'll say, well, since there's a heter on Shimon's Eshesach, maybe it will matter the Eshesach of Ruvain to Talevi. So the Rashi says, no. Behokach Mishames Ruvain, Nasr Alevi Israel, when Ruvain died, she, she becomes Aster Talevi forever. Ke'eshesach She'ish Labonim. Just like what does that mean? We know that if your brother dies with children, you can marry his wife. She's Isra Eishas Ach. So Eishas Ach Shaloi Hoya Ba'ilama is like Eishas Ach Sheyesh Labanim. Vafilu Achshav, and even now, think about it. This previous Eishas Ruvain is falling to Levi after being Eishas Shimon. In other words, Shprinza was married to Ruvain. And Ruvain has a brother Shimon. And before Shemayin marries Shprinza, Levi is born. But Levi can't marry Shprinza because Levi is Eishas Sachav Shalehar Bailamai. And she marries Shemayin. And now Shemayin dies. So you would think, well, Levi should be able to marry her because Alts being Eishas Shemayin, that's a Eishas Ach that Levi could have because Levi and Shemayin were alive in the world at the same time. But no, Rashi says, since there, there still remains the old Isser Eishasach back from Ruvain. Even now that she falls before him from the marriage of his brother Shimon, she's also because of Ruvain. Okay. Now I want to do, I want to read the end of the Rashi, it's also very important. Just like Eishas Ruvain is also Talevi. Kach Tsarasa, so too her Tsara, which is when she marries Shimon, Shimon has another wife. Eishas Shimon ho acheres asura. Diyafinon lekaman, we learn later on. Al kolo arayas ha'oimdais olav v'kares. Any erva that is, that has on it an iser of kares. Shanaflu lefanav liyibam im tsareseim. That falls liyibam with their tsareis. Sheshteyem pturais, they're both pater. Vim nasan, if you married either the erva or her tsara, anush karesh. Shame achar shepatrana kasov. Once the Torah says that you can't do yibam to, let's say, a tsara, oim dois olav isra eishasach sheish lebanim, she remains with an isra eishasach 
that has children. In other words, whenever there's no heter to do yibum, so then it's like your brother's wife had children. So in this, in this case, your brother died without children. The only thing is Levi was not in the world at the same time. But if Levi is pater from Yibam, then this woman is considered Eishas Ach, that has children. That's what it's like. And soon we're going to come to, perhaps, the most famous kasha of Rabbi Kiv Eger and Shas. Rabbi Kiv Eger's kasha, in the beginning of Yavamis, if you came down to the world, when you go upstairs... After 120, and they say, Zog Iber, Rabbi Kiva Eger, this is the one you got to say over. Okay, you got to know this question. If you came down to this world, you got to come back upstairs with the, this kasha, Rabbi Kiva Eger. We're going to come to it very soon. Erva number 15, Vikalas, and your daughter in law. In other words, let's say your daughter in law, the woman who married your son, your son uh, d- died, or he divorced his, his wife, and then this woman marries your brother, and then your brother dies without children. And she falls to you in Yibam, so she's pater from Yibam. Hare Elu, Poitrois, Saroisayan. These 15 Arayas, pater their co wives, in a situation where your brother was married to an erva to you and an additional wife, Vitsaroys, Saroisayan. And the co wife of the co wife. What does that mean, the co wife of the co wife? In other words, if the co wife of the erva, then let's say there's another brother, and to that brother, this the the woman is not an erva, and he does yibum. Let's say to the co-wife, and your brother had a different wife. So that other wife is a tsara of the tsara, and then the next brother dies without children. So they're both pater from yibum. And if you had a fourth brother, and he married the co-wife of the co-wife, and your brother had, in other words, at infinum, if you had, if you have endless number of brothers. So the, the co-wife of the co-wife of the co-wife would be Aser. Hare elu they pater their co-wives, the tsaroi sorisan, minha chalitza. They're exempt not only from Yibam, they're exempt from chalitza also. Meaning, typically when a woman falls to Yibam, you're required either to consummate the relationship or to free her through the process of chalitza. If either woman is an erva, then not only is she not, she's not zakuk to you, and you don't have to free her through the process of chalitza. Okay? Ad soifa until forever and ever. In other words, if the fifth brother marries the co-wife of the co-wife of the co-wife, and he has another wife, it will, this, this will be an endless process of, uh, re, of causing a problem to the co-wife of the previously prohibited co-wife. Okay. Now, the Mishnah continues on the third line. V'kulam imesu, all of these arayos, if they died before the brother died, so that means the erva was not around when your brother, when your brother died. So now her co-wife, in other words, let's say your brother was married to your daughter, and he had another wife. And chas the daughter dies, and then your brother dies. So you could marry that co-wife. Because at the time your brother died, she was not a co-wife of your daughter. Meaning if the erva died before your brother died, so then the, the erva, which is ruining both women here, it was, it was off the map before the problem got started. So it, all of the arayas, imesu, if they died. Oimianu, or they did mion. What's mion? Mion is, 
that um, a father could marry off his daughter who's a katana. However, what if the father dies? So if the father dies, so this woman, nobody could marry her off. They're not her mother, not her brother. The problem is she's a katana, she has no guardian. We're afraid that people are going to come and abuse her. So Midrabanan, the Rabbanan allowed her mother or her or her brother to marry her off as a katana. However, in case she's not happy with the marriage, and now they can only marry her off with her consent. But maybe she won't be happy later. She retains the right to do mion, which basically means to annul the marriage. So if, let's say, you're... Um, your aunt, now that's a tough case, but let's say one of these women was, did Mion. Now we're going to see how that's possible for one of the women to do Mion, because if they married your brother, who are we talking about? Your daughter did Mion? How could your daughter do mion? That means you married her off and you're alive, so then she doesn't have the right to do mion. You can only do mion if the father is dead. There actually is an interesting uh, possibility of being able to do mion when the father is alive, and that is if her father married her off once and then she got divorced or her husband died, then the father can marry her off again, but she retains the right to do Mion. That would be a situation where she could do Mion, even though her father is still alive. But again, Mion is a uh, possibility for a woman to annul the marriage when she was married, Midrabanon, by her brother or her mother. Or let's say she got divorced. Or she's found to be an islandess. An islandess is a woman who never develops signs of puberty. So if she never develops signs of puberty, she can't have children. So we assume it's a Kedushe Tos. So that means she was never married to begin with. So if let's say you're a person's daughter or, or daughter-in-law married your brother and the brother dies without children and it turned out she was an islandess, which means she never uh, matured. So that means retroactively she was never married to your brother. So then her co-wife is Mutter because she's not the co-wife of an Erva. Because since the Erva turned out to be an islandess, an islandess means um, a woman doesn't have a uterus. She never develops puberty. By the way, Toysus in the end of uh, Yavama says, you know, we're accustomed to thinking Sarah Imenu was an Akara. Toysus says she was more than an Akara. She was an islandess. She had no Rechem. She had no uterus. Okay? So, Soroisein Mutarais. So, any of these er- Arayos, if their marriage was annulled, How's that? Let's say they died before your brother, or your brother divorced them, or they did mion, or they turned out to be an islandist. Their tsara is motor, as Toysva says, the islandist kedushe tosin. An islandist is a uh, a marriage which is retroactively considered null and void. Okay, but then the Mishnah says By the following cases, it's impossible for them to have become an islandist. Bechamoisa, your mother-in-law. Meaning if your brother married your mother-in-law, your mother-in-law cannot turn out to be an islandess. You know why? Because how is she your mother-in-law? You married her daughter. So if she had a kid, obviously. So if she had a kid, she ain't no islandess. Okay? Now I would not bring up this subject when you go to your in-laws, you know, 
let's say the next time you could go to them, like in three years from now, you know, when this thing, no, just joking. I would not bring up the subject of the first Mishnah in Yavamis at your in-law's table. It's not a good topic of conversation. This is just, you know, between us. Okay? Your father, your mother-in-law's mother cannot be an islandess because she had your mother-in-law. So that proves she could have kids. Your father-in-law's mother cannot turn out to be an islandess. So we can't say about those three cases, Shanimsu islandess. We can't say they did Mion. Why can't we say they did Mion? Because if they had kids, then they're a Gedoyla. If they're a Gedoyla, they can't do Mion. That's clear. What's the Chiddush of, of this? This is obvious. What is the Chiddush that what you can't say a mother-in-law is, a, is an islandess? That's obvious. Uh-huh. I guess since, yeah, you're right. But, but, but what do we do if we don't say it? We just said in any of these cases, if they do mion, then they're mutter. So, you know, so that you don't mistakenly think that it's going on all the cases. You I mean, it's obvious. It's, it's unnecessary. Nobody would make that mistake. Okay, I hear it. I'm not sure. I don't have a good answer to that. But just for the sake of clarity, that this exception does not apply in all the cases. Okay, so now... The Mishnah spells out how does an erva pater otsara? Ketzad poitro sarasin. How does a erva pater their tsara? Hoysa bitai. If let's say your daughter. That's a very simple case. Oyachas mikola raiso elo. Any of the above mentioned the raiso. Nasuis laechav married your brother. Veloi isha acheras. And beside, and he had another wife. So besides your daughter, he had another wife, Shprinsa. Umes and. Uh, your brother died, Kishem Shabitai Ptura, just like your daughter is Pater from Yivam, because she's an Arva to you. Kach Tsarasa Ptura, likewise, her co wife is Pater. And then the Mishnah says, What about Holchot Saras Bitai? What if the co wife of your daughter, Shprinza, goes and marries the next brother, Levi, Venasa Le'achavasheni, marries the next brother? And your next brother had another wife, her name is Yenta, Velay Ishacharas. Umais. And now Levi dies. So the same way, Shimon cannot marry Shprinza, who was the co-wife of his daughter. He can't marry Yenta, who is the co-wife of the co-wife. Kishem Shetzaras Bita just like the co-wife of his daughter is Pater, Kach Tsaras Saras So too, the co-wife of the co-wife is Pater. Afilu Heinmeya, and this could be up to a hundred times, but uh, unlimited. Now, what about the following case? What is the case of if your daughter dies, the co-wife becomes a mutter? Ketzad. Ketzad, what's the case in Mesu? If the erva dies, sorry, Sam mutaris, the tzara is mutter. So we say like this. Hoisa bitai. Let's say your, your daughter. Ayachas mikol arayis or one of these arayis. Nesuais la'achiv, married your brother. V'loi yishacheres, and he had another wife, Shprinza. And Mesa bitai. And your daughter died, chas v'sham. Or your brother divorced her. And then your brother died. And now Shprinza falls to you in Yibum. Do we say, oh no, Shprinza is the co-wife of your daughter. No. Oynizgarsha, v'yachar kachmes, achav then your brother dies. Tzaras and mutarais, the tzaras mutar. So that's the case. And the Mishnah concludes, v'chol hayechayla l'ma'ein, any woman who could do me on.
So let's say, for example, what which woman could do mion? Let's say uh, your wife's daughter, because your wife's daughter, maybe she has no father, and your wife's daughter, let's say, uh, your wife's uh, previous husband died, and her daughter was married to your brother, he was married off by her brother. In other words, like this. You marry a woman, this woman comes into marriage with, uh, with a girl. The woman you marry, the husband's out of the picture, the husband's dead. Her daughter is a Yusoyma, she has no father. And her brother, your stepson, marries her off to your brother. So your mo- brother marries your um, wife's daughter. Your brother marries your wife's daughter. Now, your brother's marriage to your wife's daughter, this girl, your wife's daughter, is usher to you as an erva. The only thing is, she's not really married to your brother. Because her, her marriage to your brother is only a marriage midrabanon. Her brother married her off. Right? Your wife's daughter's son married off his, his sister. That's only Kedushin midrabanon. So imagine like this. Your brother married... Your brother married your wife's daughter. Who married your wife's daughter off to your brother? Your wife's daughter's brother. That marriage is only Midrabanan because she's a Yisayma. A brother can only marry off his sister Midrabanan. But this girl is an Isra Raisa to you. So what do you do when... What do you do to hurt Sarah? On the one hand... The, your wife's daughter is not really married to your brother because Midarai says she's not married to your brother. But Midrabanon she is. So listen to what the Mishnah says. Anyone who's capable of doing Mion, meaning any girl who has the potential to absolve her marriage through Mion. But she doesn't. That means by definition her marriage is only on a Drabanandika level. So on the one hand, Midoy Raisa, she's not going to ask her tsara because she's not even married to your brother, Midoy Raisa. But Midrabanon, you can't marry the tsara because it's a tsara's erva, Midrabanon. So what do you do to the tsara? You can't marry the tsara, she's also Midrabanon. But the tsara doesn't go free because Midoy Raisa, she's not a tsara's erva. So what do you do? You do chalitza. In other words, whenever you have a suffix Midrabanon, what do I do to this woman? Midairaisa, I'm not to marry her. Midrabanon, in other words, Midairaisa, excuse me, you actually have, you are zakuk, you are bound to the tsara of this woman, because the erva is not really married to your brother. On a dairaisa dika level, she's not a tsara's erva. And I'm a mechuyiv to do yibam. On a drabanon dika level, I'm now to do yibam. She's a tsara's erva. So what do I do? Midairaisa, I have to do yibam. Midrabanan, I'm not allowed to do Yibam. So in, in any such scenario, you do Chalitza. Because Midrabanan, I can't do the Yibam. Okay? Marv Rabbi if you travel down to Oilam just to hear this Kasha, Rabbi Kivager, it's Mamish Kadai. This is Rabbi Kivager's Kasha on, in his uh, Toysvis on the Mishnah. Rabbi Kivager asks as follows. The Mishnah says, the tsara of an erva is Aser. And the Mishnah says, the tsara's tsara is also Aser. The Gemara later is going to say, how do I know a tsara's tsara is Aser? We darshan it from Litzrar. 
There's an extra rash in Litzroyer. It could say Latsur. Why does it say Litzrar? To tell me not only a tsar, but a tsar of a tsara. Frechter Vikivega, a very simple question. Why do I need a Pasuk to say Tsaras Tsara is Asr? Of course Tsaras Tsara is Asr. Tsaras Tsara is a Tsara of an Erva. How's that? Your brother married your daughter. And now your brother, your brother had another wife. So now your brother dies without children. You can't marry your daughter and you can't marry her co-wife. Okay, that's, that's one Gzeras HaKasr. Once I can't marry this co-wife, this co-wife is an erva. What do you mean she's not an erva? She, my daughter is an erva, but the co-wife's not an erva. Sure, she's an erva. You know what erva she is? She's Eishes Achev. She's your brother's wife. Well, what do you mean? My brother's wife is Mutter B'makam Yibam. Yeah, but I'm not allowed to do Yibam to her now because she's a Tzara's erva. So she's not a Mutter Dika Eishes Ach. You know what she becomes? She becomes like an Eishas Ach that has children. She becomes like Eishas Achiv Shalai Hayabai I know that the Tsara of an Eishas Achiv Shalai Hayabai is Asr, because that's Tsara Serva. Frechter Eger, once I can't do Yibam to the Tsara, then the Tsara is a Asr Dika Eishas Ach. If she's an Asr Dika Eishas Ach, then her tsara is a tsara serva. Why do I need a special gzeros hakasov that tsaras tsara is aser? Every tsaras tsara is a tsara serva because the tsara, once a tsara cannot be nesiabim, she is, she's established as an eshesach. She's your brother's wife that you can't marry. Your brother's wife is an erva. Elamai b'makam yibam, she's mutter. But if it's not makam yibam, because she's a tsaras erva, so it's an iser dikar eshasach. So then her tsara is a tsaras erva. Frechter Kiveger, why do I need a pasuk tsaras erva is aser? Why do I need a pasuk tsaras tsara is aser? Every tsaras tsara is a tsaras erva. This question is the fundamental question on Masech Yivamas. Rebbe Chanan talks about it in Kavit Sa'arais, Simen Bezois Dalet. Rebbe Shloima Haiman talks about it in Simen Aleph. I remember our Rosh Hashir of Henach Leibowitz. I remember when I was uh, 16 years old, I heard a shir from him on to answer this Rebbe Kivegas Kasha. And I believe again when I was 23, I think I heard it again from him seven years later. This, this is the central question on Mesechti Yivamas. In other words, there's a concept. Eishas Ach is the same erva as Bitoy and Kalasai. It's just, it's Mutter B'makoim Yibam. But if there's no Yibam, then, then the Isser, then the Isser Eishas Ach reverts back to being an erva. So then the Tsara should be a Tsara Sarva. Okay, that's Rabbi Kvegas Kasha. Okay, let's do the Gemara. The Gemara, the Mishnah listed 15 cases. Your daughter, your daughter's daughter, your son's daughter, your wife's daughter, all the 15 cases. Frakti Gemara Michti, let's see. How do I know that all of these arayas, pater yibum? Maybe, maybe you should do yibum, even with there's a, if there's an erva. Maybe asay, doicha, karis, I don't know. So the answer is we're going to learn it out from a drasha from Achais Isha. There's a passage by Achais Isha that says that you can't do yibum to arayas. All the arayas you learn out from Aches Isha. So if the source of all the arayas that you don't do Yibam is Aches Isha, then 
why don't we teach Achas Isha first? Listen, Achas Isha Beresha. Achas Isha should be the first erva mentioned, since it's the Makar for all the Arayas that you can't do Yibam to an erva. Says the Gemara, Vichy Tema, maybe you'll say that the Mishnah is listed in the order of Chumrah. Now we know that some Arayas are Skila, some Arayas are Srefa, and some Arayas are only Kares. Some Arayas they stone you, not you, but the guy. Some Arayas they burn the guy, and some Arayas he just has Kares. Now what's more Chamer, Skila or Srefa? It's a Machlekes. What's interesting is, Bitai, Bas Bitai, your daughter, daughter's daughter, son's daughter, wife's daughter, son's, um, her son's daughter, her daughter's daughter, mother-in-law, mother-in-law's mother, father-in-law's mother, those are all chayiv srefa. So maybe the Mishnah is being listed in order of chumra, v'chitema tana chumra chumrina God. Maybe the Mishnah is in order of chumrais, and you would have to say that srefa is more chumra than skila. Reb Shimon he, and that's Reb Shimon, the Amar, Shreifa Chamura. That Shreifa is more Chamur than Skila. So first it picked the Shreifa cases, and then it picked the Skila cases, and then it picked the regular Kares cases. Maybe that explains the order of the Mishnah. So, by the way, um, the Rashi, our Rashiva's father, Reb David Libowitz, who was a Talmud of the Altar of Slabatka, he he brought out from this uh, Gemara uh, a, a limit in Darach Haaretz. Yevamis is the most, one of the most lamdash Masechtas in Shas. And what's the first subject of the Masechta? The lamdus of uh, Nesra or Asedah No, the order of the Mishnah. Why is that the first order of discussion? Because Darach Haaretz, Kadma Latayra. Before you understand, before you probe, first you have to have Seder. So that's the first order of operations. We have to understand the order of the Mishnah. So the, the, the Gemara asks, if you're going to say it's in order of Chumrah, and Shreifah is more Chumr, it should first say the case of a mother-in-law, because it doesn't say Shreifah by the Arayas, except by mother-in-law, from which we learn to the others. Listening chamaisa beresha, the ikr sreifa bechamaisa ksiva. The ikr burning, it says by your mother-in-law, it says ve'ish asher yikachas isha ve'esima zima hi ba'ish yisreifu. And we learn out the other arise from the mother-in-law. So that's question number one. If it's order, listing it in order of chaymer, why would it start with bitai? We don't even know bitai yisreifu, we learn it out from chamaisa. Secondly, v'oid, Basar chamoisai, after chamoisai, listen kalosai. Why is kalosai number 15? Kalosai is skila. Kalosai should be after the nine sreifa cases. So the order should be the nine sreifa cases, followed by kalosai, which is skila, followed by the other kares. Va'oid basar chamoisai, listen kalosai, the basar sreifa skila chamura. So the Gemara says, no, I'll tell you why we start with Bitai. Ela Bitai, your daughter, Kivan da Asya Midrasha. Since the whole Isser by Yibum, by Bitai, is learned out of Midrasha, Chavivale, it's beloved, and therefore goes first. To which the Gemara is going to ask, they're all learned out of Midrasha, not only Bitai. So they're all learned out of Midrasha, 
So Bito does not have any edge over any of the others. Okay, but um, Rabbi, I want to I wanna just, uh, again, review in our minds the Kasha of Rabbi it, it should seem that once you can't do Yibam to a woman, that woman is automatically an Erva, because she's your brother's wife, Shaloi B'makam Yibam. And in that case, why do I need an extra drasha, the Tzara of a Tzara? The first Tzara is already an Erva. Once it's already an Erva, so then the, her Tzara should automatically be Asr. Okay, Rabbi Isai, thanks so much for joining. Agotenach, Shkoyach. Don't forget the Kansvira. Okay, Shkoyach everyone, thank you so much. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.